Hello, you're very welcome to Purple Psychology Podcast and we're on episode 89. You're here with Melanie Hoskin and of course, as always, Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. Hello. Hi, Nisha. Today we're talking about pretending to be positive. Yes. Um, pretending to be positive. Let's hear what you have to say on that then. Yeah, I am expecting animosity here. You certainly um, will be getting that. Sure, okay. Um, I've read quite a few articles on this recently about yeah. the whole concept of like, you know, pretending to be endlessly positive and mm. why positive thinking is not actually necessarily that good. Mm. And I have to say I agree. So okay. I also read another article and it was basically what happy people really do. And I think it's quite true. So I pulled out the points from that. So the first one is um, I always say that it matters most to the five people who you have around you are. Mm. Um, the five people that you spend the most time with and it's quite funny I say this quite a lot in sessions to people that you have their lives you live in their type of house you drive their type of car you have their type of salary and nearly every time the parents sit there and go oh that's actually true so if they think about the five people around them they quite often do have their lives and for me personally um, my personality is a little bit complex we're actually going to record one on my personality in a while and so I tend to have very diverse types of people in my life and you couldn't put them all in the same room at the same time and I don't try. So you really need to look at the five close relationships you have um, and whether they're positive for you and what you really get out of them. The other thing that happy people do is they don't live for a future event. An awful lot of people, especially this time of the year, are inclined to focus endlessly on Christmas or New Year's Eve or whatever, uh, an event. And then there's this dawning, crashing realisation of, oh, that event has happened. And the first problem is, is if you're inclined to map out things in your head as to what they're going to be, they won't necessarily always be the way that you imagine them, so they may not be as good. Mm. Um, and you're kind of missing the what could possibly happen, the potentials that are out there that, that could be better. Mm. Um, so it's really... It's good to have things to look forward to, but it's funny because people always ask me every summer, where are you going on holidays? Are you looking forward to your holidays? And I go, well, no, because I don't live for a holiday. And people find that really weird. Mm. Um, but, I, but I don't. I've never lived for a holiday. I like going away and I like the experience of going away, but I never live for, for that. Mm. Mm. And I'm quite happy with the day to day. Mm. Um, happy people always exercise. They always have an exercise routine, mm. um, either daily or weekly or several times a week, whatever it is. Mm. It's really good to be good at something. I talk about this, I, I describe it as the gap effect for students. If everything is going badly in school, and particularly if you're struggling with literacy, if you are good at something outside and you feel like you're achieving, you will automatically feel better in yourself and it will boost your confidence. It's one of the things I always mm. look for with students and mm. um, to help them to move forward. The next one, which we're obviously going to go into in more, more detail, is... Um, don't ignore a neg negative emotions. So basically the problem with thinking positively and pretending to be positive all the time is that you're actually suppressing negative emotions. And I always joke that if everybody studied physics in the world that it would be a more balanced place. So for mm. every reaction, there has to be an equal and opposite reaction. Mm. So, and there, there's always, if you want anything to happen in the world, there's always a gradient, there's always a flow from good to bad and so on. So you, by the days that aren't perfect and the things that don't go perfectly or the experiences you have that are not perfect, mm. you, you learn something and that's a benchmark for a not a brilliant time 
to versus a benchmark of a very good time. So it's very good to own those things and to actually sort of go, yeah, that was naff, I didn't enjoy that, I didn't like that. I didn't like the experience, I didn't have a good night out there. Um, that wasn't a good evening, that didn't work. Whatever it is. Um, um, so, so in terms of, of what you've said there, you know, um, uh, happy people like to live in, in the now, uh, talking about... Um, not living for an event, which can be a distraction as well. People focusing on Christmas or focusing on things that are events uh, can distract themselves what, with regard to what's happening. Yeah, and actually that's and the last point, and that's staying busy but not escapism. Yeah. So one of the things that I notice that, that people do when they're not happy mm. is they watch far more telly. Okay. It, they, they, they have to escape into something that's easy. Um, and and they submerge themselves in that because mm. um, it's so much easier to to not deal with anything or not cope. Oh, would they daydream? No, I think daydream is different. Mm. I, I I think that's something that, that that's actually quite um, inspiring and quite and mm. you, you're 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 thinking and you're in the moment and you're in yourself. Mm. When you're watching television, you're you're trying to numb something, mm. and if you're watching it for prolonged periods of time, you really need to worry. Mm. And having it as a background noise, just so there's no quiet. Mm. Mm. And in terms of, um, surely there has to be a balance between positive thinking and uh, and negative. In terms of, well, recognizing negativity in your life, but also not making it a default position. In that, when something goes bad, kind of going to that negative place and oh god this is another thing, another terrible thing that's happened to me, you know, rather looking at, at it in a positive way, well, it, it could have been worse. This could have been worse. Or what have I learned from this? I don't have to like it in order to learn from it. No, but you have to own it. Okay. You, you do have to own it. You can't just pretend it hasn't happened. But is that not a part of po- positivity then? No, that, that it's, it's, it's this idea, like, and I, I suppose social media has brought this in, and we're going to, in the next podcast on Millennials, we're going to talk on the effects of social media and people. Mm-hmm. But, like, there is this sense of trying to portray to the world that you're this happy, clappy person 24-7, mm. and that is not possible. But is that not what they call kind of airy-fairy, and I don't like to use that phrase, but that's <laughs> the phrase that comes to mind, is people who aren't being realistic about their, no, their reality. It, no, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a lack of... Realism. I, 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 I don't. No, I, 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 I don't know why, but I can't answer that. But it's, it's not the same. It's people who are airy fairy are not trying to portray to the world that they're this endlessly positive Zen person. Hmm. It's that portrayal of that, which is not possible. Right. So, so explain then to me what people who are over, overly positive. What are they doing? Well, there's people who are optimistic. And it's not overly positive. It's pretending to be positive. You can't be overly positive. If you are a positive person and you have a positive outlook and you're optimistic and the glass is always half full opposed to half mm. empty, that's realistic. Mm. Um, it's pretending to be something that you're not. So are they negative? Well, they have very negative moments, but they're suppressing them so much that they don't actually know what they are. Okay. So they don't actually own them. So it's 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 actually um, um... it's trying to gloss over something. It's like trying to sit down and just watch a whole box set of a series to make yourself feel better. 
that's not actually going to make you feel better. It's just going to use X amount of your time to watch a whole box set of material. So do they deflect from something that's negative? Does something negative happen and they they jump over it? Whereas with somebody that would be naturally positive yeah. in a healthy way, in a, in a productive way, um, somebody that would err on, on the positive side would see a negative event. Yeah, they'd own it, but they wouldn't let it bring them down. They wouldn't let it, let it crash them. No. They would look at it, they would analyse, assess it and take whatever good points they could out of it. What did I learn from that? What can I do with that? How can I stop that from happening again? Yeah. So I, Whereas people who pretend ignore the event, the negative event. Yeah. Understanding brings closure. Okay. Yes. In a nutshell. So how, how um, prevalent is this? How many... Do, do, you find, do you come across that a lot? People who pretend to I think there's a huge amount of it. I, I don't think that people own or process what happens to them on a daily basis. And, and I, I, they're either endlessly negative and they're like moaning mortals, or they're trying to pretend to be something that they're not. Okay, so they're positive. But how then can you look at, say, a positive person, a person that would be healthily positive and... Because they're real. They, they, so they, how do they, you decipher between a fake, now we're going into Trump talk, <laughs> fake, fake positive and real positive? Because it's honest. <laughs> they're not trying to pretend to be positive 24-7. They're, they're realistic, like real things happen. Okay, so there's, how, there's how can a, you tell the fake from the... I don't know, I always can, but like, there's... I suppose there, information and what is happening in their day, you'd know whether it was real or not. I don't know, I can just always tell when people are not being real. Is that like not being true to themselves? Yeah. It's the same. So is that more... Uh, would that be more appropriate that they're not being true to themselves, that they're running, they're afraid of something? They're afraid of looking at... Yeah, there's the motivations of why they're pretending to be positive. They do mm-hmm. tend to be serial um, personal development junkies as well. Well, you do find that, and you find that a lot in therapies as well, that, that, that an awful lot of therapists will have gone on a personal journey before they go into a professional one, mm-hmm. and often they don't, they don't move from one track to the other. Mm-hmm. They, they, don't, they, they kind of merge the two. Like, like I, I'm, I'm as, ha- um, as fond of quotes and inspirational quotes as anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a balance. I don't mm. just share that. I share real things too. There's yeah. a mixture. Okay. Anything more on that? Nope. So don't ignore negative emotions, listeners, or Dr. Nisha will be on your heels. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you next time. Thanks a million for listening. Bye. Thank you.